So, hello, good morning everybody, um, welcome back. So, I hope everyone's had a good week. Um, so, last time when I said about the, like, first day uh, church thing, um, or got the work, someone was like, that's kind of unrealistic. And it might be, but um, back in the day, there was this film by Ja Rule, who um, was in the film, basically, and basically it's called I'm in Love with a Church Girl, and, like, it's based on a true story. So, it could happen, because, like, yeah, basically, it could happen, guys. Um, And that's, like, quite an old movie, I guess. Um, so I don't know how many of you have seen it, but, like, if you've seen it, it's, like, there's an actual guy, like, who it happened to, basically. So, yeah, that could happen. It could happen, for anyone wondering. Um, the next thing I wanted to do is, um, who gets a shout-out this week. So, the first person who gets a shout-out is Harry, um... So, I think it was, like, Monday, um, I ran into Harry and I was, like, shocked. Guys, I was, like, shocked. I was, like, oh, what are you doing here, kind of thing. And, yeah, it was really nice to have a catch-up with him. And, guys, I went to get, okay, so I was, like, I, I low-key wanted a, um, Kinder Bueno milkshake. And, because our, um, lecturer was, like, ill, but, like, told everyone at the last minute um me and Mahima were like already there kind of thing and she's like oh I might get some work done and I was like I kind of want a kinder boy and a milkshake um and she's like oh I might want xyz so I was like so I just go get it like from the precinct and she's like yeah go on then kind of thing and then there was like this Italian guy at the dessert shop and um he was like he'd like did the order and then when I got back I realized there was like extra like um stuff like ice cream and cookie dough and stuff in our thing that I didn't order and that I didn't actually pay for so he just gave us like free cookie dough and ice cream and he put like a smiley face on the receipt which I thought was so sweet and he said I was cute so yeah I thought it was really sweet so shout out to him um and okay so about today's episode um it is I don't want to say it's more personal but it's a bit more personal um because I talk about certain individuals in my family um in more like detail this is today's episode is basically about people in my family um and I wasn't sure how to structure it um in terms of like how it would be easier for you guys to follow along so it's gonna be like a problem question um so i'm gonna explain um like the thing and then i'm gonna break it down into the um sub issues basically and that'll be good for you guys to follow along and have a listen to some of the issues and i'd love to know your opinion if you have one that'd be amazing um so yeah So, basically, um, my cousin is engaged to this guy for, 
our purposes on the podcast, we're just going to call him Mark. Um, that is not his real name. And my cousin is going to be called Polly. And that is not her real name. Just to let everyone know. If anyone was wondering. So, a little background information. Polly and Mark met at uni. And have been in a relationship for six, like, ish years. And engaged for over three. So, they are getting married soon-ish. But, and here's, here's, here's a little issue. Mark's family... Um, imposed absolute demands and conditions on them getting married. This being unless Polly's family has to pay for the whole wedding, every single cost and expense, and Polly's family have to get a certain venue so they can, like, I guess, show off to their family and friends, like, that they basically pay for a venue, which I think is a bit weird, but... Okay, so a bit about Polly's family at the moment. Now, one of Polly's parents parental figure, I don't think it matters which one, just one of her parents, is unfortunately terminally ill and doesn't work. And the other parent works less, slash like part-time, to take care of the ill parent. And this is why Polly has asked, slash wants to get married as soon as possible to Mark, as to have both her parents at her wedding. This is why she suggested having a simple wedding at the Godwara. Alongside this, Polly has a twin who is also getting married to their partner in a similar time frame, like I think within a couple of weeks of each other. Both of them decided that it would be best if they had a simple wedding. Now, Polly's twin's partner's family have no issue with this and are willing to split costs 50-50. However, Mark's family have made a fuss and demand XYZ venue and that Polly's family have to pay for all the wedding costs. Now, Mark's family do know about the situation um, in Polly's family and how one of her parents is unfortunately terminally ill and still have requested these demands. Also, Polly has three younger siblings who are all at uni at the moment. Now, Polly has obviously mentioned to Mark and his family that her twin is also getting married at a similar time and that it would be best if they could share costs 50-50 and maybe just have a Godwell wedding. Um... Now, Mark's family, who say they are conservative Sikhs, do not approve of the idea of Polly and Mark getting married at the Godwara and still insist on a specific venue. Um, And without this, they don't really want Mark getting married and they want Polly's family to basically cover all the costs for this venue that they want, which is not the Godwara. Okay. Yeah, I think I've repeated myself so many times, but that's basically... The gist of what's going on. So me and Ben were talking about this and you know what I think Ben gives amazing advice and he was like in this kind of situation it is not best to interfere but he brought up a very important issue and that is what if Mark's family cannot actually afford it? Now this is why he's actually sweetheart and everyone else is not sweetheart guys and I was like, oh, that's so cute. Now, in the event Mark's family could not afford it, I think the conversation would be different. Now, in this circumstance, I just want to note that Mark's family can afford it. Um, and just note both families can afford to pay for the wedding, right? The only thing Polly wanted Mark's family to know is that 
her parents will be also contributing towards her twin's wedding, which is happening at a similar time. And I think paying for one wedding is expensive enough, right? There's so many costs and stuff. And paying for two within basically a couple of weeks for each other is quite a lot. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, for everyone who has got married, then you'll know. For everyone who hasn't, it's quite expensive. Just going to put it out there. So, um, and Polly was like, she would feel better if the costs were 50-50. And that, because her twin is also having a simple wedding at the Godwara, she would also feel better if she had a simple wedding at the Godwara. Because it's more important to her that both her parents are present. Which I think is a reasonable request. Also, just to note Ben's point about if Mark's family couldn't afford it, that would be an entirely different conversation and would not involve them imposing absolute demands, which may be unnecessary given the circumstances, and completely disregard Polly and her family's feelings. Also, I think the point is, if you can't contribute financially, then you can contribute at least what you can. While this might be putting some money towards the wedding, um, because Mark has a job too, he's like, I think 25, 26, um, and he's had a job for, I guess, the last over three, four years, maybe, um, so he could also contribute, also, they've been engaged for, like, a little over three years, I think, so, obviously, um, at some point, they were going to get married, so, like, ideally, they would have saved some money for that, potentially, um, Additionally, if Mark's family genuinely, genuinely couldn't afford it, your people, they could at least contribute their time and ask where they can best help out. Like, I guess certain things need doing nearer to the wedding and they could take on responsibilities like going to collect stuff, helping making like, you know, the sugar and bag things with the, what's it called? Like, semen, and sugar body and stuff like that like someone's got to do that they could like help out and say where can we actually help out we want to contribute and we might not be able to do that financially at least we can put in our time um and actually help out with stuff like that help get stuff ready set stuff up etc etc i think there are other ways of going about that and i think that would have been the appropriate conversation if that was the situation whilst that's not the situation here but if let's just say that was um I don't think the finance thing isn't like issue in this case um and if, even if it was um it would be an entirely different conversation but the way um Mark's family have gone about this is um just kind of appalling um given the circumstances um can I also note Polly will be getting married to Mark? I just think yikes. Anyway, Mark throughout all of this is letting his family treat Polly like this and hasn't really said anything. Um, and obviously, as Polly's fiance, he obviously knows about Polly's fine like family situation, and um, still let this go on. Um, also, I just want to put this out there. Um, Mark lived at home for uni. Now, I feel like this is, like, not a red flag, but it's, like, an orange flag. It's, like, um, not everyone that's lived at home for uni um, is absolutely horrendous. But I think for a brown guy, um, he's got quite a lot of reliance on his parents. Um, obviously, like, this is not for every like everyone's situation, but it's still kind of, like, an orange flag, which is, like, to be cautious of. Um, 
and even me after like talking to Ben about this he was still like sometimes you have to have a bit of compassion and maybe mercy on Mark um if he knows he's done wrong then there is redemption for him and I'm not sure if I agree with Ben on this one I just think um what he's done is inexcusable and I think if you're treating your partner like this at a tough po like point in their life then I don't know how you would have treated them when they were in a good place in their life I guess um so I will go through the issues with you guys and um I'd love to know your opinion um would you be forgiving of Mark um or his family um if, if anyone has anything to add I would love to know also so the issues so I've like split them up um so we'll just go through them so demanding a specific venue instead of the Godwara. So Mark's family has demanded a certain venue where they wanted Mark and Polly to get married instead of the Godwara. Now, I think the reason for this wasn't sentimental. You know how people have places where this is sentimental to ideally the couple, maybe the family, but ideally it should be sentimental to the couple. And that's why they want to get married there. I think that's absolutely lovely. That's so great. Um, maybe it's a family tradition but here it was like I want to say a status thing where they want to show people like we have money but even though they're not paying for it so it's basically them showing off basically um now the issue is um they're planning two weddings in I guess two-ish months now most venues you have to book at least six months or at least a year in advance depending on venues and like um how booked up they are or whatever like it just depends on each thing but like that's just an average time frame now the harsh reality is and i guess someone's got to say it so it might as well be me what if polly's parent who is terminally ill doesn't have six months or a year and i think it is one of the realest concerns and I know people are thinking well you have to be optimistic you have to be like thinking oh no like they're gonna have you know xyz amount but yo if they are terminally ill and not doing very well they might not have that long and this is why Polly and Polly's twin are getting married sooner rather than later now this should have been a I guess common sense concern for at least Mark and maybe Mark's family obviously they didn't think about this or they did and they just ignored it who knows but I think it's it's something that um is to be thought about um the other thing I was going to say like with the venue thing I guess they're very image conscious they want to look a certain way to friends family society whereas they ideally I guess in this situation you should be thinking about at least Mark and Polly and what Mark and Polly want um because they're the ones getting married like yo your friends and family aren't getting married they're not the ones 
the weddings for the weddings for the people getting married so at least think about them now um mark's family can like claim their conservative Sikhs and if this was the case they shouldn't have an issue with po- uh, polly and mark getting married at the godwa um you know like the reason for even mentioning the venue thing is so they look good to their family and friends like they come across as quite demanding um and even then i will say if like let's just say um there was like a compromise that they really did want this venue it was sentimental it was tradition whatever i don't really care there could have been a compromise where we say okay polly and mark can get married at the godron now maybe for their one year anniversary party they could have a nice party at xyz venue and that could kind of be a fair compromise um but obviously i i don't think that was brought up but that's just my opinion on that um also i think people really need to get their priorities straight it's absolutely disgusting that this family would care about what their friends and family think about a stupid venue which is basically a floor ceiling for four walls rather than having their son's partner's parents at the wedding um it's really nice to see how mark and his family think about um and how and how they have you know such caring and compassionate nature not they seem like fucking bastards not gonna lie um and they actually do need to have some compassion and care and at the very least like read the room i feel like this kind of even being brought up is kind of insensitive um there's a tyler perry quote where he said um before you marry someone you need to see them in all four seasons when they're happy mad stable broke um when they've been hurt whatever um and sometimes we wonder why people change on us and it's not like they actually have changed on us sometimes you haven't seen people at their worst and this is my thing if you're not being treated like in a decent manner when you're at your very worst how are you going to be treated when when you're not going through that like i can't even imagine like how how would polly be treated on by mark and mark's family later on um also with the with the um this whole like venue thing i think it's really insensitive um and i'm surprised that polly's family didn't call mark's family upon that and how um unjustified their actions are in the words of my dad you cannot justify that you cannot justify that and it's just very unreasonable like i'm surprised that no one has said wait this isn't right and everyone's gone along with it so the next thing is um mark's family um demanding that polly's family pay for the whole wedding now this leads to the question should the father of the bride pay for the wedding in my opinion absolutely not right so both polly and mark have a job now both mark and polly's family have the money to pay for the wedding 
So why shouldn't there be an equal contribution? The only reason I could say or justify Polly's family um, paying for the whole wedding is if Polly's family is the only one being invited. If Mark's family does not attend any of his friends' family, they don't attend the wedding, then you can say, okay, Polly's family should pay for the wedding because Mark's family is not going to be there. Now, Mark, your family is coming. They are going to eat the food. They are going to maybe enjoy themselves. I don't know. So they should also contribute to the costs. Um, also, I think it's more than just the money. Like, it's not... The finance bit is not what has annoyed me. It's a combination of what I've said previously. Um, that Polly has probably had to mention to Mark and Mark's family that her parents are paying for her twins' wedding, Right? Um, and Mark obviously knows this and still didn't intervene with his parents and say, actually, like, look, this is what she's got going on. I think this would be inappropriate and you shouldn't say that. To be fair, the whole family just seems really dodgy, like very old school values and pressuring Polly's family to pay. Like, surely if both families are coming, then both families should contribute. That's just my um, opinion. Ages ago, I remember um, Mohammed and Tanya saying that in Islamic culture, the bride actually gets a certain m- amount of like money and gifts from the like groom, which is called like mer. And I think uh, Mohammed was like, is if the couple gets divorced, the bride gets to keep the money and gifts as her own and use it to like support herself and not rely on the husband. Anyway, I thought I'd just say that. Um, but I think in this day and age, is it unacceptable to ask the bride's family to pay for the whole wedding? Um, unless they're like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. And then, you know, it wouldn't even be like, oh, we can't book the venue. They could just buy the whole building, guys. Like, let's just be honest. Um, but for all us um, regular schmegulars, um, you have to wait like six months to a year. Like for dates and stuff, like depending on when you want to get married and depending well the other issue is they want to get married near easter like and guys easter easter break that's when a lot of people decide to get married like easter summer spring summer because the weather's nicer i guess anyway so obviously there's going to be limited limited um venues and stuff anyway And also, society in general has moved away from the idea of the father of the bride praying for the wedding. And nowadays, like, people are getting married older, like, that's, like, a trend. Um, And people have more savings built up, um, or people aren't getting married at all, whatever. Um, So, yeah. And it's not a thing anymore. And, like, it's just kind of outdated. And I just think... On top of that, Mark's family making ridiculous requests, which is basically saying, we want this venue and um, it would be best if we have this venue and maybe your parent will be there, maybe they won't. Like, surely it would be a priority if they were caring and passionate, be like, yes, we totally understand. 
um, it is important for you to have your parent at your wedding and um, yeah the venue thing obviously we would have liked that and it would have been really nice but maybe it's unfortunate that that cannot happen at this point in time um, also with the fact that Mark's parents want you know a specific venue location whatever surely his parents shouldn't have that much interference in their child's life like Mark is a grown folk and can decide what he wants by himself unless you know like he just seems kind of controlled by his parents considering he hasn't really said anything like surely there would be a line of communication like from Mark's parents to maybe Mark and then at like at least Mark say no this is unacceptable or whatever but they seem like really really controlling just in my opinion um okay so the next thing is like twin pressure to get married and parents being terminally ill so this is my thing is there a pressure on Polly to get married to Mark um this is because as previous said Polly's parent is terminally ill and Polly's twin is also getting married. Guys, pressure and fear is real. I mean, like, you know when you say, like, time is of the essence? Like, that, I guess, puts pressure on you. And just the fear of not knowing and the fear of, like, not having. Like, I guess, like... Because, I guess, with even with, like, twins, it's, I guess, a bit different because... They're not the same person, but they have, like, very similar, almost same experiences. And it might leave, like, from a psychological kind of point, it might leave a gap, kind of like a like a, a void, should we say. Saying, like, oh, my twin had both our parents present at their wedding. But unfortunately, this wasn't the case for me. But we're really like similar. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess it's like some twins go to the same school, pick the same subjects. I've seen this, you know, with other people. Um, they go to the same uni. Um, maybe like pick the same subject at uni. Like some people like are very similar because you know twins look similar. You know, they sometimes act similar. Not everyone, but there are twins that do. Um, because we had, like, in my business class, we had, like, two sets of twins, and they were both in the same business class, they were do, doing the same subjects, um, and I was like, wow, that's really interesting, like, do you think they're doing the same subjects because they're very similar in personalities, or is it just, like, a twin thing, like, we have to do the same thing? Um, maybe it's more of a sibling pressure, or, like, a society pressure, I don't know, um, but that is kind of interesting, I guess. Um, I mean, I think the also, like, thought process for Polly may be, like, yeah, eventually she will get married to Mark. So now is a better time rather than later, you know, because Polly's twins getting married, both her parents are here. But I feel like this whole situation, this whole palaver of, like, how... Polly and her family have been treated should be a major red flag that would need a serious conversation if not a family meeting just to say like I don't appreciate you treating me like this like I I genuinely think that that would raise some concern 
just in my opinion I'm not sure if everyone would say well actually this happens more often than, than you think but for me personally I think that would be very concerning um not only from Mark's parents but if Mark's also um treating Polly that way just something to think about um also the fear of dying alone is real I mean Polly may have a fear of dying alone um but but I really want to say not just to Polly I will emphasize this to all of you guys listening don't settle with someone that you think you should be with because society thinks you should now while Mark is socially and conventionally acceptable um this meaning he's Sikh he's Punjabi um he's educated he's got a uni degree he's from the UK he has a nuclear family situation um he's got a job and he's what society would conventionally want for Polly I don't think that means shit I think just because you know we say that oh but they look nice together they're very compatible I don't think that like automatically makes someone a good partner for someone I think um there are other things that people should take into consideration um I just want to note because he is what society wants for Polly um that's why I think Polly's family hasn't said anything bad about Mark because because he is what people think Polly should be with right they are who society would want for Polly and also the fact that there is like twin pressure I guess I mean how can Polly's family say to Polly we really dislike Mark but then they say they like her twin's fiance I think that would cause maybe some sort of bias or favoritism also I just want to say Ben said that even if you interfere and say like this is the issue this is the concern sometimes like people um like don't see it that way like they don't realize it personally I wouldn't interfere but I think there is this weird thing where Polly might not listen or understand because she sees her twin getting married and would want that because like like I said they have a very like closer bond they have a very similar upbringing I guess they feel like a like pressure to be on a similar timeline I guess like to go to uni at the same time to get married at the same time and stuff like that um than most like generic siblings who are like years or um have like different year age gaps rather than just like a matter of minutes or something um also like Polly might not listen to reason because she would have to realize that Mark and his family are definitely raising some concerns and she'd have to realize it for herself because you know when that people are like oh love makes people like dumb and blind and do stupid things kind of like that maybe so like her like being in love with Mark, maybe like just oversighting all these other issues that have been brought up. Um, 
as I was saying about like what society would want for someone, guys, there's like something that people miss. There's like if you have like chemistry with someone, that's like a whole other thing. Like you could have things in common with someone and they could be like what like you think could be perfect on paper, like they have XYZ qualities. But if there's no like compatibility and chemistry that comes with it, like that's a whole different thing. Like just gonna put it out there. Um I just wanted to know um there's a quote um from the bible it's from luke 31 and it's do to others as you would have them do to you now i just want to put it out there if the roles were reversed like if polly and polly's family did that to mark's family 100 percent I could say hand on heart, Polly would get a lot of shit for it. She would be called a bridezilla, she would be called high maintenance, she would be called all these other things and there's no way in hell that Mark's family would put up with that. That's just my opinion and I just wanted to put it out there. Um, yeah. So my next point is Mark being a prick and not um, controlling his parents I just kind of think yikes um so also when this whole situation is going down mark is kind of silent um and didn't really stand up for his fiance and tell his family um or at least call out his parents you know behavior um but he just kind of went with it this just comes off so like immature and childish guys the only the only immature we want on this podcast is um is batman guys Okay, so if I close one eye like this and I squint real hard with the other, then brother kind of looks like Batman. Guys, if you know that reference, you are my new favourite person. Um, but yeah, we don't want an immature person, okay? Like, let's keep it pushing. Now, my issue is um, if Polly is being treated like this before getting married to Mark, then, like... It's not likely that she'll be treated any better after she actually does get married to him. Like, there's still gonna be the same issues, if not worse. I'm just gonna put it out there. Be gonna be married. Just because you get married, it doesn't mean it's like a it's like a blanket fix. Like, I think there's this kind of thought process where it's like, oh, like, we're married, so it should be fine. Like, they should be accepting of her because she's part of the family um no you're still gonna have the same problems you're still gonna have the same issues and it might be even worse since you're like even more close proximity to the family right um i would recommend sort that shit out now or call off the wedding seems drastic but if they generally not acting right and treating you like in a horrible horrible way and disrespecting you and your family that is not okay that is not okay like getting married is not like a blanket magic fix for any issues in the relationship um and even if she becomes like a part of the family like air quotes a part of the family they're not going to be nicer to her they're they're still going to treat her like that right and that's true and that's the bare truth and um they'll continue they'll continue to treat her the same and just respect her and her family basically 
in my opinion, I'm shocked how Polly's family has not said anything to Mark's family about this treatment. I know some people might say that Polly's family might be quiet because they want to respect Polly's relationship with Mark, which I completely agree with. But there's at some point where they need to say to Polly that, look, we don't think Mark's treating you right and you really need to sort this out. We're not going to interfere, but we're just going to point it out. And, you know, like, someone needs to actually explain to her that that's not okay. Anyway, I remember Christian said that when you constantly let people disrespect you, that is when you start disrespecting yourself because you allow that behaviour and you enable their bad treatment towards you and honestly Polly you gotta do better and she's gotta want better also like the moment you let like I think if you get disrespected once and you say that's not it that's not on that is not how I'm willing to be treated that's one thing once you let that disrespect slide once they're gonna get into the habit of disrespecting you they're gonna consider it normal right they're gonna they've already disrespected polly her feelings and her family because you know by their shitty behavior just gonna put out that also in a relationship disrespecting someone is the shittiest thing you can do because you're not even saying i don't like you you're showing them by your actions and verbal language that i don't like you I don't respect you and that's not on personally that's not on right the other point I just wanted to put in here um Mark's family don't actually really like Polly and was Polly's engagement like a hush ring situation so the realist in me just says that they're going to treat her worse because even when um Mark and Polly got together Mark's parents were not too happy um, when Mark said he and Polly were a couple. They made it clear that Polly was not up to their standards. Um, and then being, air quotes, conservative Sikhs, wanted to find someone for Mark who they approved of. Now, I don't think it's them being conservative Sikhs. I think it's them being controlling of their son's life. Major concern. Anyway, Polly wasn't up to their standards because they're not who, like she wasn't who they chose for mark and stuff now honestly this just this just seems really bad on mark's end i mean he's just not looking like really amazing is he not only do the parents seem very controlling and judgmental but they seem very like extreme over involved extremely involved in Mark's life I think while a parent should be involved in their child's life inserting themselves into every single decision is not really the best thing like I do worry about Mark's independence and how much self-autonomy he actually has um I'm just gonna put it here like people are gonna be like just guys know now it's interfering with the wedding and their relationship and next it will be something else they're always gonna be doing it it's not just like oh it's a little thing no they're always gonna 
be doing that mark should really put in some boundaries and firmly talk to his parents like guys he's like 25 26 he needs to make his own fucking decision and tell his parents to stuff it and that he should do what he wants i don't think he will anyway seems like a nightmare family to say the least and polly should be looking at the red flags ideally polly should just say take your body best your summer on and nickel out of my house and i would say out of my house in Punjabi, but i don't know what it is um and yeah just mark just seems like the person who has like be your horse or something like i can't um i just can't like even imagine that they're still together after him and well, him and his family because he is part of his family have treated her like that also, this is kind of irrelevant to this situation, but you know how last time I said that, oh, there was this really good singer, like, from back in the day, who had, like, a couple good songs, um, and I couldn't find, like, who it was. Well, I found who it was, and turns out they didn't have a couple good songs. They had, like, a whole album and, like, a couple of EPs, um, and a few singles and stuff like that. And, um, I was like, oh, why isn't, insert, like, whoever it was, still making music well turns out he committed like fraud and um he like took millions of pounds um and he ended up like getting like a three-year prison sentence obviously um this was like back in i want to say like 2013 14 um and he's probably out by now obviously um he's probably like been out for quite a few years um, but he's not making music. And bear in mind, I just want to know, he used to make, like, pop songs. Cringy pop songs. And, um, yeah. Um, so I did find the person. But I won't, obviously, for moral reasons for using who it is. Um, so, yeah. Totally random, I know. But I thought, I thought I'd add it in. Three-year engagement. Ben asked if it was a hush ring. Um, for all of you that don't know what hush ring is, it's basically when a guy proposes or like gives an engagement ring to his girlfriend, but there's no intention of getting married um, behind that proposal. Um, it's normally, I would say, say if um, two people have a kid together, um, it's basically to shut them up, kind of like they say, oh, X, Y, Z, propose to whoever. Um, someone I know had that um basically they had a kid together the girl's family was Polish and a lot of Polish people tend to be very kind of strict Catholic so her family were like when are you guys getting married um you guys have already have a kid together so he proposed air quotes they were engaged um but he told someone we know's boyfriend um I know his boyfriend that um the guy doesn't actually want to marry her he just proposed to her to shut her and her family up it was just like a hush ring kind of situation um well it didn't last later their engagement broke off because like each time you're like oh we're engaged now when are we planning the wedding and be like yo he doesn't want to get married to you kind of thing anyway so don't do that anyone listening who's like wait this is such a good idea no it's not stop stop it stop it no um no that's not the situation here um they got engaged like three years ago three-ish years ago a little over three-ish years ago i think um uh what else covid obviously 
Uh, they were quite young, COVID. Um, the family didn't like Polly, so I guess they thought to drag it out and COVID kind of helped with that. Um, where they could maybe persuade Mark not to be with her. Obviously, you know, I think, think that happened. Um, and obviously Polly's parent became terminally ill and uh, that's where we are now. Okay, so some final comments. Um, I just want to say what Mark and his family done is inexcusable, unforgivable and downright disgusting. Um, imagine like the oddity emoji and like the green one. Like that's, that's my feelings and emoji about Mark and his family. Um, and it's horrible how Polly's family, <laughs> how Polly's family have not called out this behaviour and said that she can do much better. Whether this is due to them respecting Polly's personal choice or seeing Mark as someone who is culturally and societally acceptable for Polly, they should still have concerns over um, his and his family values and treatment. Um, like, the best thing I heard is, guys, find someone who has good character because it's their good character that is going to raise your non-existent kids if you want kids. But, like, everything else... Like, if they're culturally acceptable, if they have, like, good finance, if they have X, Y, Z. doesn't mean shit if they don't have good character. Just going to play out that. Um, also, just note, I'm not Mark or Polly. I haven't invested, like, six-ish years of love, feelings, emotion, time, energy, finance, loyalty and commitment into that relationship. My heart's not in that relationship. So, while there are apparent issues... Um, which are really disheartening to hear that Polly has been treated like this by Mark and his family. At the end of the day, um, she has invested so much into that relationship that she might feel like a failure for calling it off or wanting out. I do think sometimes it is a struggle to leave um, a relationship, especially when you've invested so much into it anyway. I just want to note that... Um, there's a quote in the Bible which says, you reap what you sow. So, just going to put it out there, Mark, Mark's family, you reap what you sow. Like, I can't imagine if they end up being treated like that at some point. Just going to put it out there. Maybe. Um, in my opinion, which sounds really controversial... I think you have until the time of the llama, like until the time, like until we're going to actually have the llama, like the day off of the wedding to say, no, I don't want to get married to this person. No one should be forced to do anything they don't feel like doing. While Polly and Mark are still going to be getting married, this whole situation has shed a massive light on some of the issues people in our community face when getting married. Um, Even if it's like, like, it's not even like an intercultural, interfaith, interracial relationship. It's literally someone from the same community with no apparent cultural differences. And they're still having these issues. In my opinion, it is unacceptable that anyone should and has been treated like this. And I hope Polly or Mark or someone from their family ends up listening to this episode and at least thinks about some of the issues that have been raised. Um, I hope this encourages them or someone listening to do better and treat the people around you guys in a better way. Um, 
why does it sound so sarcastic? It's not meant to be. Um, also, at the end of the day, if something bothers you or doesn't feel right in your relationship, please speak speak up and speak about it to your partner. Um, that is so so important. Like good communication, good communication is so important. Um, I was just telling Mahima this whole situation, um, and she was just like, "Yikes!" She's still gonna get married to this guy, and I was like, "Yeah, I think so." At this point, I think so. I think I doubt she's gonna call it off last minute, but who knows? Who knows? But I just think, I just think no one deserves to be treated like that, whether I like them or not. Like even if Mark was in that situation, and I don't have any hard feelings against anyone, but like he wouldn't be deserved to be treated like that anyway. Um. So yeah. What else was I gonna say? Um. Anyone wondering who, I think, mentioned who Harry was? Is someone I went to middle school with? Anyone wondering? Cause I feel like I need to put that in there. Um, we went to middle school, upper school and sixth form together. So, yeah. And he was like, that's a really long time to know someone. And I was like, mm, I don't know. City life is a little different. Because they have, like, city life. Mahima's city life. And I'm like being dual life and I was like there's not that many options of school in schools in my area so like obviously you, you're gonna see like people from your middle school upper school in sixth form anyway um I'm just gonna put that out there if anyone else is uh being dual life uh, and uh then you'll know that basically there's some similar people in your classes and stuff and uh yeah um the other thing I wanted to say is, oh, song of the week. Okay, so we have like three songs this week. I don't know why, just felt like it. So we have Georgia On My Mind by Ray Charles. I know, a classic. Um, Year 3000 by Busted. And because I already mentioned them and now I'm like, I'll have to say a song from them. Tamika by Immature. Guys, Immature. If you're 90s kid, then you'll know um potentially anyway I should just turn this into like a music podcast and talk about songs and stuff but I don't think that would fill up the um like hour like I couldn't be like oh the tempo's really good on this because I'd literally have no idea how to describe stuff and that'd be very embarrassing for me anyway um oh I was gonna say this is the last episode I'll be doing before Mother's Day so I just wanted to take a little bit of a moment just to say happy Mother's Day to everyone celebrating happy Mother's Day to everyone not celebrating um I just want to say that it's so important in our community that um to be fair I didn't realize it was so soon other than my mum started being like when is mother's day <clears throat> cough 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 and I was like I have no idea like I don't think I'm gonna be home well I'm definitely not gonna be home but um what was I gonna say oh so for everyone that does have a mum guys appreciate your mum everyone that doesn't have a mum just because someone I guess gives birth to you doesn't make them a mum. I think there's a motherly role that people can, what's the word, pick up. Um, 
and there are people there are so many good amazing single parents out there doing amazing things literally like I can't even imagine I had like a fairly nuclear family situation I guess um sort of and I and my parents raising two kids was pretty hard enough um and I can't imagine like a single parent raising like even one kid or two kids and like being the breadwinner and covering kids I think is amazing I think they should be appreciated so any single parents out there listening um I see you I hear you I appreciate you you're doing amazing things um and for anyone who has been raised by a single parent um please appreciate your parent because they have taken up that um motherly naturally nurturing role um also you can get um grandma's mother day cards so if you've had a um grandma uh, that'll be really nice for her to get something um and just anyone who has been like that motherly figure in your life just appreciate them I think just because like I said before just because someone gives birth to a kid doesn't make them a mum I really agree with this like so so much I think it's someone who steps up and takes the role of a mum and does what a mum would do that's who actually is a true mother I guess in my opinion and yeah I think that's uh, um you guys should appreciate that um for whoever has taken that role um in your life um um also I just wanted to wish everyone a happy red nose day um because when this goes out it'll be red nose day it's gonna go out on red nose day so um yeah happy red nose day to everyone so yeah so thank you guys for listening um i hope you appreciate today's episode um and it was easy enough to follow along um and yeah i hope everyone has a lovely mother's day um so thank you so much for listening and i hope you guys have a nice week